Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's going on, man? We, I, I, I mean, I, I know we can talk about that. No, I can't live. really get into it, man. <laughs> so I only got a little bit of time, so we got to hurry up and rush this. Um, we're going to right. talk. We're going to re- briefly talk Browns, uh, just the head coaching news, and then get into the picks for the game. So that's the rundown. Okay. I mean, I'm not. You know, I only got a couple things to say on the Browns. You can have at it, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I got a half yeah. hour, but I, I know if we start talking about the Buckeyes, it was a great win. We said it was going to happen. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think we're going to do. I think we're going to do a fan react show. Um, I'm back in Ohio tomorrow, so I'll be able to, you know, operate a little bit better. So, nice. How awesome is Twitter? Was hearing that? That was so funny. Uh, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable last night. Twitter was great. Oh, uh, we had and we had like uh, you know I was tweeting out the show. We had tremendous response to that uh, beat Bama show. Like people loved it. I saw like, that. Facebook, everything. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I got to go uh, back just and like this. To it. Yeah, the site traffic was crazy, like, the last two days. So, it was awesome. Um, so. That's awesome. And now we'll get yeah, another so. week of this. So Yeah, no, we got to do a real good duck show. Um, I don't know, man. This might just be a team of destiny. That's all I'm going with, man, because, I mean, that was yeah, hey. race the hell out of Florida State, man. <laughs> wow, they they look scary, huh? The the problem with them is that you feel like you could be cruising up ten points and then all of a sudden go on a get be twenty eight nothing in five minutes. <laughs> it just depends on which Oregon defense shows up. That's the that defense was unbelievable. Yeah, I think their lack of size is going to hurt them here because we we got speed and size. So, oh my God! We punched these motherfuckers in the mouth. This is the death of us. Okay, we're, all right. Let's give it. All right. <laughs> if it weren't for that start, it wouldn't have even been close. Oh no, no! And I had two touchdowns, by the way, until Urban Meyer decided to throw the ball on first down. I don't know what the fuck the <laughs> fucking Evan Spencer on a go route. I mean, who thought? <laughs> we we got we, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is with the Ohio Bias a podcast. I'm sorry. No, we're all right. Start over. This is with, yeah, we got it. This is with an Ohio Bias a podcast for real fans with D and Jake. We're talking oh no, NFL Wild Card Weekend Show. I am D, Cleveland born and raised, Buckeye born and bred. And I'm Jake from Youngstown to Columbus, talking NFL playoff time. And this recap this week, we're going to – this the rundown for this week's NFL playoff show is we're going to talk a little Browns briefly, talk to uh, head coaches that are no longer head coaches in the NFL, and then give you the breakdown for the four huge wild card NFL games. We start with the recap. We know that the Cleveland Browns lost to the Baltimore Ravens. Final score.
We know the Cleveland Browns lost to the Baltimore Ravens 20-10. to 10. Connor Shaw played his heart out. Uh, the defense gave a good effort. We saw Joe Hayden, Carlos Dansby, guys play with tremendous, tremendous uh, injuries and just, you know, give it all out there. But they came up short against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, most notably, at the end of the season, the Browns finished 7-9. And before the game, we saw the news of Josh Gordon being suspended. We saw Johnny Manziel get fined and also Justin Gilbert being publicly reprimanded for missing a meeting that Saturday night uh, before the Ravens game. At the end of the year press conference, uh, Mike Pettin, you know, made it clear that the Browns want to win with the right kind of guys to play like a Brown mantra, and also Ray Farmer reiterated that the Browns have a lot of off seasons. The Browns have a lot of off season decisions to make regarding the police players just mentioned, and a lot of other players. We will get into that later, but just thoughts uh, right now, briefly on the season. Listen, I don't want to get into piling on the Browns right now and crushing them. Um, you know, we, we went seven and nine. It was an improvement. Uh, I, I think they did a good job at the very end here of uh, identifying some of these knuckleheads and making examples out of them. And for the front office to come out and have a one solid voice saying together what, what the plan is as far as uh, building character for this team. And you mentioned the injuries. You know, we've got good guys here like Carlos Dansby and Dante Whitner and leaders. And, and, you know, Joe Hayden was sick and was taking IVs before the game in a game that meant nothing and easily could have sat that out and instead went out and played at a high level. Um, it, it says a lot for the character of the type of guys that are going to be the, the difference makers and are the bedrock and the foundation for what is the Cleveland Browns going forward. Yeah, the Browns got a lot of free agent decisions to make. Ataba Rubin, Jordan Cameron, of course, Brian Hoyer at the quarterback position. Um, we're gonna we're gonna fully break down the whole Browns situation and many others. Fully break down the whole Browns situation. They've got a lot a lot to do to really build on what I believe was a successful season, even though it was seven and nine. Nobody expected the Browns to do that. They challenged for the division. They won divisional games and they were playing meaningful football in the December. Yeah, and I think the uh, how it ended up, it's easy to, to forget some of that stuff, and it's very important, I think, going forward to, to build off of that, the, the successes of this year. Uh, there were plenty of those games that the Browns in past years would have lost, um, and, and the way they responded after losses I thought was very good. So, um, like I said, I, I'm not going to sit here and dwell on the negatives right now. There'll be time for that. And the Browns didn't fire their head coach or GM. So we have a little stability there. And when we talk about firing, we saw, of course, the Bears fire Mark Trestman. The Oakland Raiders fire Tony Sperano, the interim coach. And the 49ers, of course, fired Jim Harbaugh, who ended up serendipitously in a city up north, which, you know, we'll talk about that at some point. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, as we predicted, fired Mike Smith. And the one that's a little bit of a head-scratcher was uh, – Buffalo Bills coach Doug Marone opting out of his contract, he had a $4 million option, which he will still get paid no matter where he coaches and no matter what deal he signs. He will still get paid by the Buffalo Bills if he coaches there or anywhere else in the NFL. Yeah, that last one, first of all, I mean, what are the Buffalo Bills doing, giving their head coach an option to leave after a couple of years? 
Um, that's absurd to me. I don't. I know the ownership has something to play in it, but still, um, it, it just that's something that the Browns haven't even done yet. So kudos to the Bills for that one. Uh, the name that's out there that's kind of interesting to me, especially in two spots, is Rex Ryan. Uh, I think at the Bears it would be a perfect fit. Just fits his demeanor. They need to bring defense back to that city. That's how you got to win in Chicago. Uh, another place would be San Francisco. What he could do with that defense and those, that secondary, and having those corners and being able to to implement what he does on defense. Uh, uh, two situations for a guy that you know was a, a little bit of a laughing stock, but hey, let's face it, he played in AFC Championship games, took his teams there. Guy can coach still, so uh, Rex Ryan at those two spots kind of uh, really intrigues me. Yeah, Rex Ryan was fired by the uh, Rex Ryan was fired by the New York Jets. Uh, Rex Ryan definitely is a guy. I mean, he's the hottest commodity out there. The thing about Rex Ryan, you need to have a strong, strong GM, uh, strong, strong offensive coordinator match with Rex Ryan. I think that will be the difference. But definitely the San Francisco 49ers seems like the, I mean, best spot for him. The only problem with the 49ers is it reminds me of A.J. Smith and the San Diego Chargers. They are firing Harbaugh, who took them to three straight NFC championships, a Super Bowl, and they're kicking the guy out the door. It's just like when the San Diego Chargers GM did that to Marty Schottheimer. So I, I don't know what the 49ers, I mean, if they don't get Rex Ryan, then I don't know what they're doing out there because they're not going to get anybody better than what they just had. Yeah, and Marty was 14-2 and two the season he got fired by A.J. Smith. So we see some crazy stuff happen in the NFL as far as uh, general managers and head coaches. So for sure there's – and I think he hit the nail on the head with the offensive coordinator. They – Whoever hires them, whether it would be the Bears or the Niners or whoever, uh, they need to have that strong general manager in place uh, and have everybody working in tandem. Uh, I think that's critical because right now it doesn't look like you have the leadership in San Francisco or Chicago at this point to to, to put this together. I'm going to have now. Oh, I wrote this down. And back to the Buffalo thing, too. Uh, you know, if Marone ends up going to the Jets, <laughs> then you got like a double whammy. I mean, th- this is just such a mess, and I can't, I- I'd like to talk to some fans from Buffalo and, let- and find out what, uh, what, really going on here. Yeah, and with with the close of the NFL season, one last thing we'll leave you with is that the draft order for the top 20 teams has been set that did not make the playoffs. Um, The top order of the draft has been set. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will have the first pick. The Tennessee Titans will have the second. And the Jacksonville Jaguars will have the third. Uh, Most notably, your Cleveland Browns will have the 12th. And also the pick from Buffalo, they will have the 19th pick. Uh, one interesting thing about that is that the Titans and Jags will, uh, coaches will be coaching the senior bowl. So Ken Wisenhunt did not get fired. So you'll have Ken Wisenhunt and Gus Bradley coaching the senior bowl. So they'll get the first look at the guys coming out uh, in the draft. Yeah, we got two top 20 picks. So uh, 
after Manzella and Gilbert this year. You better make them count this year, Ray. All right, we're getting into it. We're making the picks for this NFL wild card season. You know, we're going into – we're 30 days removed from Super Bowl Forty Nine. The first game, Saturday, NFC wild card, 4.30 on ESPN. The Carolina Panthers go in to the desert to face the Arizona Cardinals. And Carolina might be the hottest team coming in here. It's uh, hard to say when you're 7, 8, and 1 gets you into the playoffs, but uh, they're a dangerous team right now. That defense is playing very good. you got a quarterback that's a high-level quarterback in Cam Newton, and they're starting to run the ball a little bit with Jonathan Stewart and now D'Angelo Hall – or D'Angelo uh, – come on, help me. Williams. Uh, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Williams is back. So, um, I don't know. Arizona without a quarterback, Ryan Lindley's in there. They've been good and found ways to win all year, and Bruce Arian's a really good coach. It wouldn't shock me if Arizona won, but I'm going to call for the upset here and Cam goes on the road and Carolina wins this game. I think you hit the point that on the head there, or you hit the nail on the head. Carolina is the healthiest team going into the playoffs right now. We know that, you know, it's like Ryan Lindley, who Logan Thomas just not prepared to be ready. Bruce Arians is trying to do the best he can, but you can't get the ball to the playmakers, John Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Floyd, you know, and, of course, we know what happened with Andre Ellington. They're just too beat up on offense, and the defense just can't, you know, keep getting put back out on the field against the three-headed monster offensive attack of the Carolina Panthers. I'll take Cam Newton, Kelvin Benjamin, and, like you said, Jonathan Stewart, D'Angelo Williams. I'll take them any day. Uh, I like them big over the Arizona Cardinals. Saturday night, AFC. North teams battle on NBC. The Pittsburgh Steelers face the Baltimore Ravens. Actually, hold on. The Baltimore Ravens go into Three Rivers Ketchup Field to face the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are probably the one team in the playoffs right now that uh, most teams don't want to play. That offense is clicking, and as long as Le'Veon Bell uh, can come back and be healthy, uh, they're a juggernaut offense. The Antonio Browns having one of the seasons for the ages. Uh, Baltimore, you know, they snuck in the playoffs, and they're a dangerous team. I mean, you got Joe Flacco, who's won a Super Bowl, and he hasn't had the greatest year, but he, we've seen his ability to get hot, and if you give him time, He's going to be able to make throws. Uh, you got Steve Smith, who's desperate for a, for a title. Uh, so there, there's some thin, things working for Baltimore. Uh, when I say give Joe Flacco time, that's going to be the key. Eugene Monroe, the tackle, left tackle for the Ravens, is questionable for this game. He's going to whether or not he plays is going to be huge. We saw this year how Alex Mack and losing him, and then having to shift people around and. Uh, a guard coming to center, it really, really throws off an offensive line. Well, that's going to be the case if Eugene Monroe can't play for the Ravens this Sunday or this Saturday. Um, so we'll have to wait to see. I still think even with him playing, the Steelers at home are just going to be a little bit too much. I think they get it done in the Steelers' advance. 
Yeah, Le'Veon Bell with that hyperextended knee, I don't think he will be a go for this game. They signed Ben Tate, and they have the undrafted rookie Josh Harris. And, of course, uh, our, our, our diamond in the rough from our, our, from our draft special, Drew Archer, the Kent State Flash, um, in that backfield. But like you said, the Pittsburgh passing attack with Martavis Bryant, the Pittsburgh passing attack with Martavis Bryant, Heath Miller, Antonio Brown, who has just been unbelievable, even though he pushes off a lot, uh, has been uh, phenomenal. We saw the Ravens up close and personal. Joe Flacco's got to make plays, and that's what it comes down to. Um, he he did get some get some stuff going against the Browns with Torrey Smith. We know what Steve Smith Senior is, uh, but the one big thing for the the, the Ravens is Justin Forsett running the ball. That's going to be key to keeping Roethlisberger and that Pittsburgh offense off the field. Also, too, the uh, the Ravens defense gets back Alodinata off the suspension for Adderall, so that will be huge to pair him with uh, McLean, who should be a little bit healthier after a week of rest, and also T-Sizzle, Terrell Suggs. So this is going to be a battle, but I agree. I think Pittsburgh finds a way to edge out the Baltimore Ravens. You picked the, you picked the Steelers, right? Yeah, I think the Steelers. Holody Nata is a good point. Having him back is going to be huge uh, as far as stopping the run, whether that's Le'Veon Bell or Ben Tate, um, and just causing you know chaos up front for for the Steelers' offensive line. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Cincinnati Bengals go in to Lucas Oil Stadium to take on the Indianapolis Colts. Well, we have Andrew Luck, the next best quarterback in the NFL, versus the ginger, Andy Dalton. And I'm going to shock you all. I am taking the Bengals in this one. I think think that they are going to find a way finally. Uh, I think Indy's defense is a little bit soft. They don't have a running attack. Andrew Luck's been getting killed all year. He can only do so much. The Bengals are balanced. They're angry. Their defense is playing lights out. And I think that Andy Dalton can have a good enough game with A.J. Green. A.J. Green's the key. If he doesn't play, forget it. But uh, I'm expecting him to play. Um, I I think Andy Dalton can have enough success. And between Gio Bernard and Jeremy Hill, uh, I'll take that over Trent Richardson and boom all day. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals for the upset. I mean, I, I'm, I'm shocked, shocked over here. Uh, I almost can't even get my thoughts together because I, I thought we were going with the best quarterback in the league, and, and Andrew Luck. Um, when we talk about the Cincinnati Bengals, they've got the key right now to winning a playoff game, especially uh, in Indianapolis or anywhere. They can run the ball and they can play good defense. Andy Dalton can't turn the ball over with or without A.J. Green, Hugh Jackson's just got to simplify that game plan and get that ball to Gio Bernard, you know, screen passes like they used, and run the ball with Jeremy Hill. And Jeremy Hill has been everything that we thought he was going to be coming out of draft. You know, he was another guy on our draft special that we pointed to. I, I like the, I like Andy Dalton, and, and you will find out if Andy Dalton's a man or a muppet. You know, I mean, it's just one of these things. He can't be the reason that the Bengals put themselves in a bad position. We talk about Andrew Luck and Indianapolis Colts, but, a hell of a season by Reggie Wayne uh, to see him come back from that injury. And this might be the last game for him in Lucas Oil Stadium. You know, Andrew Luck is a very good quarterback, but the the turnovers that puts that defense in bad positions, 
just doesn't allow the Colts to play from ahead a lot. They're constantly playing from behind because of his turnovers, and the Colts defense is just not good enough to overcome that. So you're you're talking about a team that can't, you know, a team that can't, you know, overcome uh, the problems of their quarterback, even though the guy is a prolific passer and puts up the numbers, he just doesn't take care of the ball when it counts, and that's going to be the difference in this one. Definitely like the Bengals. Who they, who they, who they. Shout out to all the Bengals fans out there. Sunday afternoon, 4.40 p.m. on Fox, the Detroit Lions going to Jerry's World to take on the Dallas Cowboys. I think if there's one team that's kind of built to go on the road in the playoffs this year, it's it's Detroit. They, that defense can travel like we were talking about. Joe Key Bell and now Reggie Bush is healthy. So they got the running backs and they got probably the best wide receiver in the entire world in Calvin Johnson. Can Matthew Stafford a lot like Andy Dalton avoid the big mix, mistakes? Uh, and uh, take care of the football. I still think this is kind of a magical year for Dallas, and it's not the same Dallas team. Their defense concerns me a little bit, but as long as Murray's ready to go, I I think Tony Romo and Des Bryant are clicking about as good as any quarterback-wide receiver combination there is in the world. Also, uh, I'm taking the Cowboys to get by Detroit, but it'll be close. I like the Cowboys here as well. You know, the Detroit Lions do get Dominic Rayola back off his suspension. And Dominic and Sue, of course, we saw all saw the play. Uh, the guy just can't stay out of his own way of being a dirty player on Aaron Rodgers, but he did get the suspension appealed, so he will play. The one thing, though, Nick Fairley, the former Alabama standout, and that big man in the middle of the nose tackle for the Detroit Lions will be out. I think that plays a big deal because then Zach Barton, uh, of course, the much ballyhooed and Travis Frederick, those those rookies for the Dallas Cowboys on that offensive line now can focus on double teaming on Indomitian and Sue. I, I like the Dallas Cowboys here. Once again, the three-headed monster. You're talking Romo, DeMarco Murray, and Des Bryant. Uh, Des Bryant is just uh, – you, you talk about I, – I'd say Des Bryant is the best receiver in the league this year. I know Calvin Johnson is Megatron, but this year Des Bryant has been head and shoulders above anybody out there. And I like Romo and those guys. As long as Romo doesn't get cheap shotted by Sue or somebody else on that Detroit Lions defense, uh, and he can stay upright for this game, I like the Dallas Cowboys to win big in Jerry's world. Let me say this real quick about Indomitian and Sue in the NFL. Kudos to them for not suspending him or the appeals process working or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it, was it dirty? Yeah. Was it completely egregious? No, I don't think so. And would it have been a suspension if it was any other player in the league? I don't think so either. So for them to take out the best player on that defensive line and maybe the most important player on that team uh, in a playoff game for something that wasn't, I mean, yeah, it was dirty, but it's football. So to for them to step up and uh, find a way to get him back in the game and uh, whether that was the union or the NFL acquiescing, uh, it, it doesn't matter, but uh, I'm glad to see Sue's going to play in this game and we get the, the sh- best shot from both teams. Well, that's our wild card. Our, that is our NFL wild card picks for this week. You got a real fan five? Uh, you want to go in the book? Yeah, sure. Okay. Real quick. 
And we go. Uh, that's our picks. That is our picks for the NFL Wild Card Weekend. Saturday and Sunday, NFL football, you got to love it. We now go in the book with Jake for the Real Fan Five. Welcome back inside the books. Real Fan Five finished up through week 17. Uh, we only have four games left, so no more five, but we'll still be picking the NFL games. We hit 54% in our first year. Uh, not as good as we wanted to do, but didn't lose anybody any money, so uh, I guess that's success. Uh, some games that I'm looking at this week is the under in the Lions. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, the under in the Carolina game, uh, Carolina Arizona. That game might be a 13 to three game. Uh, it's it's got low scoring written all over it. And then um, also looking at the Lions uh, plus seven. Uh, I think that's way too many points. And then also, I like the Bengals outright, so I'll hit them on the money line, but also take the points uh, and take the Bengals. And keep cashing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our NFL Wild Card Weekend show. As always, enjoy your Saturday and Sunday. And always love football. I don't know how to make it work. There's good stuff in between. No, these Buckeyes though, man. God damn. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have a couple. I'm gonna have a couple picks. Uh, remember, Cody fights that UFC fight. Uh, it's pay per view, but they, I'm gonna have a couple picks if I can get it together Saturday. I'm gonna have a couple picks for that that I might go up on. And cool. Um, so that's all I'll say. If you got any NBA or college basketball, just you know, you don't even have to do write ups. Just put the pick on there and uh, tweet it. Uh, I've been watching yeah, a lot of the NBA because I had league pass out here actually, so um, more than I have college basketball. But I have been watching some college basketball. I'm so upset about these goddamn Buckeyes. This fucking fan, my guy. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that last game. I don't know if you saw that last game against Iowa. Against Iowa, I saw parts of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. This motherfucker would not come out of that goddamn two-three zone. Two-three, fucking goddamn it! Yeah. We don't have the players to play the two-three zone. Amir Williams and uh, the other stiff, they can't move. <laughs> they over-pursue the basketball, and then we get stuck with mismatches, and then we can't defensive rebound. It's ridiculous. I, I don't know what to expect from those guys this season, but, yeah. I think we're in trouble this year. They'll be five to the Big Ten, but they're not going far in the tournament, not the way they're – not the not with that defense. They got he's got to switch that up. I, the thing is, I think he's trying to get them to learn it for in case they face a team with size in the tournament because there's so many teams with size. That way he can protect them inside. But it, it's just it's just such an epic failure. Uh, the guy won't switch in and out of. So. The second chance points are just killing us. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking maybe Monday night or Tuesday night for another recording. I don't know. I don't know what your schedule's like, but. Yeah, that should – yeah, one of those days will work. Um, yeah, do uh, a Buckeye show and yeah, uh, maybe a Brown show. Yeah. These cats, too. Uh, I mean, right, that was man. impressive in every way. I mean, honestly, how about Michael Thomas's catch on that Evan Spencer ball? <laughs> oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Listen, it's some of the most unbelievable. First of all, Darren Lee last night, 
that one third round. There was, there was some of the most was, amazing plays, these kids. I mean, watching these kids play all season long. Um, How about the the performance with Joey Bosa getting double teamed and doing nothing all night? No, but Michael Bennett was playing like, first of all, let's talk about that Steve Miller interception after that guy was <laughs> killed all game long on that right side on those trap blocks. You know what I'm saying? They were just running up right by him. Um, and the guy gets a pick six to redeem himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just unbelievable. The best thing is, I take, I, I'm going I'm to watch it when I get back at some point today. I take, remember, like, Feinbaum and them did a game uh, film room. So they were taking uh, calls during that game. I take that shit. I'm going to go watch that shit when I get back. Oh, back they so, did yeah, last yeah. night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I wish I would have known that. I would have recorded they that. Should, just, check, just look at the SEC network, and uh, you might be able to find it again. They should have it scheduled to replay because they probably thought Alabama was going to win. So. Nice. All right, man. All right, man. Uh, go Bucks. Yeah, go Bucks. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.